All right, everybody, welcome to Two Tired Dads. Uh, my name is Batman. And my name is Bible, I mean, Jonathan. <laughs> so I thought it was funny that we both had the same idea to put <laughs> the wrong superhero behind us. We didn't even talk about it either. No, we didn't, not at all. I decided I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a smart ass and put Bible Man <laughs> as my background. Yeah, I've I've got Marvel and you've got, you know, uh whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have you ever uh, heard of Bible Man before? I've heard of him. Yeah. He was on those old school uh Christian channels. Oh yeah. I've seen more episodes than I care to admit. Oh I haven't. well, okay, when I was an adult too. Like I did I think when I was a little kid my mom would go to the, like the Christian bookstores to get stuff mm -hmm. for Bible class. And I would yeah. always, I would see that stuff. I'm like, what is Bible man? Why does he have a lightsaber? And, <laughs> uh, Cause I, I went to a very, uh, very conservative church and we didn't do any kind of, any kind of anything. It was all plain Jane, everything. So going to the Bible store was like seeing all this extra stuff. But anyway, yeah, Bible man. So Willie Ames, who's a uh, a washed up drunkard, just like his co-star, Scott Bio. Oh, wow. So nobody knows who those people are anymore. Scott washed Bio, I've, I've heard of. Yeah, washed up like uh, like James Woods and uh, Kevin Sorbo and <laughs> Sorbo. Christy Swanson, Kirsty Swanson and Kirsty Alley, too, all washed up. Oh, wow. Every time I think of Kevin Sorbo, I think of that one, that one scene from a, a Hercules. Stage, a stage direction. It was a, a stage, stage direction. direction. Disappointed! No, 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 Mr. Sorbo. You're supposed to say the line like you're disappointed. Eh, it's already the last like two seconds of the episode. Just print it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know I used to watch that show that one and Xena like yeah. religiously yeah um, I remember that yeah yeah and so that I, I'm pretty sure like I watched it as a kid and thinking man he's really disappointed <laughs> <laughs> I remember you tried to get me into it like you know I just because there's something you loved you wanted to show me yeah uh, it was like we slept slept over at your house one day and I was like yeah buddy this is great <laughs> yeah I don't remember um, I remember you liked uh, Gabrielle right yeah, Gabrielle. Yeah. She was from Xena. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so Xena too. So that show came first, right? Hercules? Uh I think I think Hercules came first and then Xena was like a couple years later. Yeah, and it was some more popular and yeah. But honestly, they had a lot of stories that yeah. uh, overlapped each other. So they had a lot of crossovers. And wasn't that Carl Urban in that? I think he was. Was he? He might have been. I think he was Cupid, wasn't he? Mark Cuban. Cupid. Oh, he was Cupid. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna Google that. I don't remember. And I, I see a GIF. It's like he's like doing <laughs> that. Uh let me let me check it out because um, I, I know there were a lot of cameos from Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. Oh, of course. Um, because Sam Raimi, he played uh, Jockster the Mighty, and he was like one of my favorite characters on that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he looks ridiculous. Uh, Cupid. Carl Urban. Yep. So and, and, oh, it, wow. and it was right in their backyard because he's a he's a Kiwi and that's where they filmed. Wow. I knew I knew that he would. I don't remember if he was a. Uh, New Zealand or Australia, but he was New Zealand. That's crazy. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> characters on there, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, this is two tired dads. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's I, I know all our all of our uh, loyal listener that we have, our one listener that we have, is well aware. Who's now our viewer? And our one viewer. <laughs> is aware of our tendency to ramble uh, aimlessly. Yeah. So this is a podcast we do for uh, uh, dads of all shapes and sizes and colors. Uh, we talk about parenting stuff, uh, like what to keep in your diaper bag, how to deal with tantrums. And then we talk about nerdy stuff. And the yeah. last two episodes were dedicated 100% to nerdy stuff. No, or I'm, or other way around. Sorry, parenting stuff. So tonight, we're just going to dedicate it to nerdy stuff. Oh yeah. But first, let's let's talk about our weeks. How was your week? It was long. Um. So, um, I had a half day Friday, so that was that was nice. Um. But uh, yeah, just uh, we had nine new hires um, start on Monday, and they were from the job fair that we did before. Um, and one of the people that I had interviewed and we selected to to work with us, um, she uh, she saw me there because I usually walk around and say hi to everyone when I get there. Um, and she was so appreciative of getting the job. Uh, apparently she's originally from LA, it just moved here to Houston and was looking for a job, you know, trying to get on her feet. And we were kind of that job to help her do that. So it made me feel good. Good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, some big news. Um, Uh-oh. my manager, he's over two departments. Uh, he, he's over our customer service and then my team loan processing, he's moving to a completely different department. So they're going to take what he does now, split it into two roles and they're hiring two managers, one for the customer service team and one for the loan processing. Nice. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be applying for, for those. Awesome, man. That's yeah. great. Oh Yeah. Can't wait. Everything's uh, coming up Millhouse, man. <laughs> man, I, I hope so. That's uh one one difference with that one would be that the managers are salary. I've never been salary before. So uh, that yeah. will be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I am I'm sal- I've been salary since I've been working in the district. And that's even when I was a para. So nice. It, it's weird. I, I was salary, but I was still paid by the hour when I was a para. It's weird. That is I had to I had to clock in and clock out, and you know I couldn't be so many minutes over or under. Mm, okay. 
but I was still salary. Like I, I, I asked about that too. Like, but I'm still getting paid by the hour because they told me what it was per hour when I got hired. I'm like, I thought it was salary. You are, but it's hourly. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see how that works. Um, so Tobin, yeah, yeah. um, he's hit a, a couple of milestones here in the last couple of weeks. Right. Uh, he's pointing now at things like actually pointing not just like the whole hand um which is really good because when he wants something he just points at it and uh and he's he's starting to do his very first sign right um because whenever we're feeding him uh usually we keep his drink off to the side because he just knocks it down um so we leave it on on the side and he's eating whatever and he started pointing at the milk and going milk and just putting his fingers together like yeah, more, more. More, yeah. And I was like, like, Lord, did you see that? Milk. Milk, yeah. Well, we've been trying to get him to do that, but I mean- yeah, One his, step at a time, yeah. Yeah, but his more was like, it's like pointing at it and like that. So he, he's getting it. Yeah, he's getting it. That's great, yeah. yeah. So we're going to keep- keep signing to him that's great man yeah and then the other milestone that he hit this week was uh one that we're very nervous about he's climbing everywhere oh well yeah that's that's my boy my boy's a fearless he climbs everything everywhere jeez i don't know like it's just he sees something and he just has to stand on it no matter yeah. what it is, it's like a book and he just wants to stand on it. Um, but today even he started climbing up the rocking chair. And at first mm -hmm. I was like, eh, you can't get up there. You're fine. He grabbed like the spokes of the arm mm -hmm. and just pulled himself up and then just turned around and sat and was like, yeah, I'm up here. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to worry about that. Yep. Uh, and so trying to get him down i was like all right well you got yourself up there come down what does he do he tries to just walk right off like mm, nope ain't gonna work <laughs> yeah so that's that's where we're at so far cool uh this week uh we signed my daughter up for a vacation bible school so she had that all week today was the last day and it was a uh, the longest time it was a couple of hours long today but it was this morning and uh the theme for the bible the vacation bible school is australia so they nice. called it zoomerine and it was just you know all australia theme but today they had animals so yeah. apparently they had a kangaroo like we didn't stay for that part but we saw some pictures and i'm sure there'll be some kind of slideshow or something tomorrow morning but uh, they had like animals from some interactive zoo nearby and uh, yeah, a lot of fun yeah. for that. She really enjoyed it. So uh, Kayla was taking her to vacation Bible school every night, and I was staying home with uh, <clears throat> with my son because he's way too way too little for that. Yeah. So we've had a lot of time together, just my boy and I. Uh, he's gotten real clingy to me, which kind of makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just been it's been a nice week. Uh, I got a, 
uh, I cleaned out the garage because we're going to be going to San Antonio. And this is for all the listeners that want to. So you guys know where Jonathan <laughs> lives. Yep. You guys can figure this out. Uh, we're going to be gone in early July. Going to go to San Antonio. Ooh. Uh, when so are y'all going? Uh, the 8th. Yeah, we'll be there the same weekend. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, we're going up the ninth. Nice. We'll have to see if we can get together. Kayla's actually going to go from there to Austin. She has mm-hmm. a professional development for that she has to do in Austin, so she'll be gone for a couple of days. But nice. Uh, I had to clean out the garage at least one side because our garage is just a mess because the previous owners left a bunch of stuff in there, and we just put. Uh, a lot of stuff in there just to keep it there. So we had to uh, clean out one side of the garage, at least one side, so Kayla can put her car in and we can close the doors. That way it's not, you know, just sitting in the driveway for, you know, the duration of our San Antonio visit. Whew. So uh, we live here in uh, in the wonderful city of Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of trees around us, and we have a garage that's nice and warm and hot. What likes that kind of thing? What bug? Uh, beetles. Yeah, sure. Let's call them that. I have never seen so many in my entire life. So again, for our listeners out there who want to torture me, I am afraid of like... I'll, Cockroaches terrify me. <laughs> I am terrified of cockroaches. I don't care. Make fun of me. That's fine. Laugh at me. They terrify me. I am. I. I cannot with them. I have never seen so many roaches in my entire life in that garage. Jeez. And it was to be fair, they were all. Well, I saw one that was just kind of hanging out in there. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was able to. Well, I wasn't. I, it got away before I could kill it. Like I'm sure I'll see it again. There's a big old wood pile on the right side of the garage, just stacks of wood. That's where all of them were. Like I moved one, I moved a piece of wood and they scattered. And I, wow. and some of them were big, most of them were tiny, but still they turn into big ones. Eventually I just got the raid and I'm just like, I, I think I got probably at least 95% of the ones that I saw. And there were dozens of them. I have never seen so many roaches in my entire life. <laughs> so that was a uh, that was hell on earth for me, because uh, cockroaches are one of two things that scare me, and I I can't. So, jeez, sounds pretty fun. Cockroaches are one of two things that scare me. What's the What's the other one? Carnies. <laughs> What? Small hands, circus folk, smell like cabbage. Oh, that, that's that's from something. That sounds familiar. It's okay. It's Austin Powers. Austin. Oh man, I haven't seen those movies in a long time. Yeah, like nuclear wars, one of two things that scare me. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, that was a. Uh, I was fun, but it's all cleared out now, and uh, and we fit the car in. So it's great. Nice. We got rid of a lot of stuff too. We got these my chainsaw some more. That was fun. So made you feel like a man. Yeah. 
I love having a chainsaw. It's the best thing. I love it. Nice. I'm going around the house. Do I need a chainsaw anything? You know, Kayla's like, I'm going to start getting dinner ready. She gets the chicken out. Like, do I need the chainsaw, the chicken? Yeah, I think we need a doorway in this wall. Wasn't that a family guy joke? Probably. That sounds like a family guy joke. Like he has a chainsaw and he's going around cutting everything. I don't know. Yeah, that probably is. That show's been on too long. I know. It's like The Simpsons. They've just done everything. No, Bill Clinton was president in one of the Family Guy episodes. I remember this. It was the Pretoria one where he he uh, annexes his house. Oh, yeah. That was like the first season. Yeah. And they cut to Bill Clinton sitting naked in a chair. They're like, what do we do? <laughs> so we've had a few presidents since then. Yeah, a few. Well, in the Hall of Presidents at Disney World. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about tonight, despite our uh, backgrounds? We're talking about the Dark Knight Rises. Yes, sure. <laughs> talking about the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, specifically those. I know yeah, they're the best Batman movies ever. Yeah, we're going to get into that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, yeah, so we talked about uh, Batman and Robin, right? Yeah, we we talked about all of them at one point. Did we? I don't remember talking about the first two, whatever. Uh, So there were all kinds of plans to make a sequel to Batman and Robin, which everybody loves. (laughs) And uh, I thought it was interesting. One of them was going to be, it was going to be the Scarecrow. But he was going to be in it. But then, like the Joker's daughter was going to like Jack Nicholson Joker had a daughter, and then she was going to be in it as like a Harley Quinn Joker hybrid. Like that sounds mm. kind of dumb. But yeah. eventually, we got Batman Begins. And uh, what do we think about Batman Begins? Uh. Definitely better than whatever other movie you were just describing. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Batman Begins. Um, it's such a good beginning movie. Like, it takes its time. Well, in, in my opinion, in my no, opinion. No, beginning. Like, begins. begins. Oh, see, I, I didn't even mean to have a play on words. And oh, okay. It totally did. <laughs> But uh, I mean, it, it, it really does take its time it does, to yeah. introduce you. And, and I like that because, yeah. you know, you you see all this stuff like that um, that Bruce goes through. He pretty much has a meltdown uh, like he, he he brings a gun to what was it? Carmine Falcone um, to his uh, his restaurant. Yeah. His oh, restaurant. No, oh, oh, oh. Well, no, but I was talking about the, the courtroom. Uh, Joe uh, Chill. Joe Chill, yeah, because they he assumed that this is the guy who murdered his parents, so he's going to go get revenge, and um, yeah, like basically there was some else, someone else that was going to be there to uh, do it for him because they, you know, paid off the judge, guy got off scot free, someone else shot the guy before Bruce Wayne could, yeah. and. But ultimately, like he, he just takes a sabbatical, goes to 
you know, seven years in Tibet kind of thing and uh, finds <laughs> the League of Shadows, um, which, by the way, before we get too deep into this conversation, I want to point out, um, you know, he's trained by the League of Shadows and they have no qualms about killing people whatsoever. Batman, his, his one rule, you don't kill anybody. Arguably, though, I would think, I would say that he's killed quite a few people. <laughs> yeah, nobody told Batfleck about that role. Oh, no. He killed Batfleck. so many people in that warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, he, he just went off. And some uh, Michael Keaton, too. I mean, he, I mean, I he, guess, I guess, well, more so blatantly, uh, Val Kilmer kills Two Face. Because he throws all those coins mm. up in the air as he tosses his, knowing full well that he's going to try and grab them, and then he loses his footing and falls. So yeah. he didn't kill him, but he killed him. And that's and what was, he does in this movie, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to get to that when we talk about The Dark Knight. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll wait for that one. But, uh, you know, that scene specifically, like he's going through his training. Um, to become a part of the League of Shadows and like the very end, like they bring this guy who like murdered his you know neighbors or whatever it was. Um, and they're like, well, to be fully initiated, you have to kill him. He's a murderer, he has no place in this world, kill him. And you know, Bruce is like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking a life. It's uh, I'm not doing that. I, I refuse. And they're like, well, if you can't do this you can't be in the league of shadows and we'll kill you and ultimately he blows up the whole place with like 30 people in there yeah. and the only person he tried to save was you know Qui-Gon Jinn yeah, uh, yeah it's uh which by the way that training scene yeah that was pretty fantastic like oh. that fight on the ice Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking uh, more so the the hidden the hidden ninja one. That's my oh. favorite. That's my favorite. I love that. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. That's cool. There's a lot of cool like ninja trading stuff that that yeah. he did. Um, yeah, I think, it's yeah. I think ultimately uh, Batman Begins might be my least favorite of the trilogy. I mean, yeah. I'll say it's not least. Just it it it's very good, but it's not by saying like you said. It's a great begins movie, uh, very much like Iron Man. How it spends so much time building and building and building and building that you're you're just you're enjoying the ride. Oh, you yeah. haven't even seen Batman in the suit yet, or Iron Man in the suit yet, and it's just it's so good by itself as a focusing on Bruce Wayne, which is really good. Uh, Scarecrow. I've always liked Scarecrow since I was a kid, and he's he's very good. Uh, did you see it in theaters? Actually, yeah, I, I did. Because um, I think it came out in like 2005. Yeah. And, so, uh, same thing with Bane, which we'll get to later. Yeah. Uh, it it uh, jump scared me. Um, and it, it just doesn't have the same effect 
like you know like little mini soapbox thing like when it comes to theaters i i just i'm moving away from theaters i would much prefer to watch movies at home on my own screen so i can pause it and not worry about background idiots in the audience but it was really effective in the theater when he first puts on his mask and he you know he hits that thing on the table his voice was so loud in the theater that it made me jump like oh my god it's he's scary yeah i think it just gets a little hokey in the final the, the climax like the final fight like it just gets a little bit hokey to me but other than that it's he got that exposition guy the engineer who's like oh the tracks can go down through here and it, if it gets here this is what it's gonna do i'm like dude nobody <laughs> would be speaking that way he's right. explaining what's gonna happen to the guy working with him what's going to happen if that train goes and blows up or whatever. It's very, uh, very good. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Scarecrow is a great first villain. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they went through a lot of effort to make it realistic. Like it's a hallucination. Because, you know, fear gas, Batman is so fantastical and fantasy-esque that it's hard to ground him in reality because a lot of his villains are so ridiculous. But Scarecrow, you know, making it like a, it was a plant, wasn't it? It was just a flower. Yeah, it was plant-based. It was just a flower that makes you see things like cocaine mm-hmm. or or LSD. It's just a plant that, not just an LSD, but, you know. Yeah. It's a man-made substance. That it's it's on Earth. You can make it yourself. Yeah. Heroin, maybe. I don't know. That's a plant. Yeah. I think it was like the pheromones from the flower or something. Yeah. So it just yeah. makes you makes you see things. Now, as far as it making you see what you're afraid of, I don't know. I don't think they really, I don't think they do that in the movie. I think it just makes you see scary stuff. But, yeah. you know, of course, the comic book villain, he can make it to where you see to see a bunch of roaches. Like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> that is very good villain. Uh, yeah. Killian Murphy, yeah. very good at playing that kind of character. Oh, yeah. I think for me, Batman Begins was my second favorite of the trilogy. Yeah, I just think like it's it's very good. I just think it doesn't have it's not quite realized yet. It has a lot of gaps to me, stuff that doesn't quite flow as well as the next two movies do. But it's it's a fantastic start. Yeah, and I think the the one thing I really didn't care for in in the movie was. Um, the bat suit it seemed like extra bulky to me like yeah. there was one one close-up shot where uh batman's talking to uh gordon in one of the alleyways and you just see it's just like he has like no neck oh, it yeah, just, yeah. and it's just like one big like rubber thick piece and it just looks really bad which is how it's been since uh michael keaton yeah but those it, it didn't seem like so thick and so like yeah clunky or bulky you know it and just I, yeah and i, I can know. excuse that to where he's he's new hmm. i mean i'm sure that wasn't the case i made it like that because it looked cool but i, I can yeah. like uh make it a headcanon that he's just new to it so he doesn't feel what he's doing oh, okay that i guess if you think of it like that it makes sense yeah. which they address in the next movie where he specifically asks for a redesign so he can turn his head because none of the Batman since like Adam West have been able to turn their heads. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, he that's true. That. Yeah. 
It's funny so. they do look like that. It's like they're every time they're fighting, like dodging punches, it's just yeah. like they had no neck, just lean back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So the Dark Knight, everybody's like everybody's favorite one, and I'll say it, it's mine too. So yeah, definitely mine too. Uh, so yeah, that's a beautiful movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I I don't remember how many times like we went to the theater that summer that it came out. Just too many times. I saw it four times. I remember. Yeah, I think it was somewhere around there for me too. Oh, so, uh, I think we've talked about it on the show before. <laughs> but a really quick story: we uh, we all bought tickets to go to the midnight showing. That's something that we used to do all the time, like for a couple of years, mm-hmm. from like. I don't know, 2006 to probably 2009 or so, 2010. Yeah. Any movie that came out that we wanted to see, we saw the midnight showing. It was 10 because yeah. Iron Man 2. I think that was the last one. That's right. Iron Man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bragging rights. You know, I saw it at midnight and now it's not a big deal because they have like Thursday night showings at six o'clock. I'm like, mm. yeah. But uh, so we were out there at like five o'clock with our tickets on the side of the theater outside waiting to get inside and we had people come up to us is this the line for batman like nah this <laughs> is line for space chimps oh. so uh we get in and we get our seats and i guess maybe half an hour or so before the movie starts this guy comes like hey can you move can you move down so i can sit <laughs> with my friends I, I just got here i'm like oh yeah sure i'll move in moving closer to the screen, you know, to the center. Like, no, 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 I need you to move out. And I was like, no, man. No, I got here first. Get here on time. I bought my ticket. I was here on time. And like half the theater was for us and half the theater was against us. And I, like we got straight up booed because yeah. the girl at the very other side of the theater stood up and said, you know, you guys are jerks. You need to let, let him sit with us. And you know, I, I bet those people tell the same story from their perspective. Like every time they hear the dark night, like, oh, let me tell you about the opening night. We see these two jerks that wouldn't move. Yeah. Oh, well. I hope they don't think about that. I don't know why I'm thinking about it. Uh, it, it was a, all these years later. It was, it was a very embarrassing moment, I think, just because of how many people got involved like it was not a big deal (laughs) the people in front of us i remember were uh like saying no man don't move dude you got here first and who cares and stand my ground you want to get a manager involved get him involved but he's going to say no because we were here first yeah uh, we saw it on imax opening night man so good and I was oh, worried. Yeah. I was worried because they can get pretty rowdy. But uh, there was not a, you could not, I mean, there. sorry, you could hear a pin drop when Rachel died. Yeah. And I thought for sure, they'd be like, ooh, but no, you could not, you could hear a pin drop. It was so dead quiet. And you know, that very next shot is of the Joker hanging out of the police car, mm-hmm. you know, doing that nonsense and it's silent. It was great. Such an impactful and the the opening. Oh, I killed the bus driver. Oh, man. So good. That was 
one of the best movie openings yeah ever yeah very about the end it was great yeah that was great the next one's good too but not quite as good as the bank robbery yeah it's very uh, uh, it's it's the perfect crime movie yeah it's, it's the perfect crime movie. like you could take out batman completely cut him out of the movie altogether and change up the joker to where he's not wearing you know face paint and whatnot and put in like a a disgruntled cop in there and it's a perfect crime noir movie it's perfect in that way and even yeah. even harvey dent can stay the same he can stay there too just take out batman oh, and yeah. it's perfect crime movie it's great all the oh, yeah. all the setups and payoffs it's i i have nothing but great things to say about the dark knight i don't think i have a complaint yeah, I, I don't either. It was one of my favorite movies for yeah, long a time. Long time. Yeah. Um I think um the only thing I remember when first watching it, like uh how they changed the actress who played Rachel um to be yeah. uh Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal, which honestly I liked the way she played it better than Katie Holmes. Yeah, a lot of people like Katie Holmes got nominated for like a Razzie for how <laughs> awful she was. And I kind of agree. I think yeah. that we're going to get all uh, superficial here. But uh, I think that Katie Holmes is more attractive than Maggie Gyllenhaal. But I thought Maggie Gyllenhaal mm -hmm. did a much better job in the role. I don't know. To me, I think Maggie wins both. You think so? Oh, yeah. Um, she's great oh yeah she really is um stand out for me was uh Aaron Eckhart and uh again I'm biased because Two-Face is my favorite Batman villain but <laughs> I would have watched the whole movie about him yeah so yeah. Uh, there's a complaint he wasn't in it enough really <laughs> he was in like half the movie I know ah uh. <laughs> And then the other half was uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there was there was a lot of good things about this movie. Um, mm -hmm. So many good sequences. Like one of my favorite ones to this day was um, the scene where they're going to extradite that uh, Chinese accountant guy. Oh yeah. Um, like they they made the whole ploy that Lucius was gonna you know, pretend to, you know, do some business with them and kind of like you hear like their, their dialogue and it sounds like it's something that's been going on for a few months. Like they've been looking at each other's books for some time and Lucius basically goes there in person to say, oh, well, uh, we're not going to do business with you. And, uh, but he leaves his little cell phone thing there. Um, so that way, you know, Batman could go in there and it disrupts all the electronic stuff. And yeah. um, like that little like gun launcher thing that he had with like a little silly putty yeah. thing or whatever it was. It's explosive. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was really cool. And yeah. um, he had like a little zip liner down to the other. Um, no, no, he, he, he flew down there with the wings, right? Yeah. He glided down. Yeah. There. He glided. Never mind. Um, oh, I'm thinking of when he went back up, yeah, uh, with the plane, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
but that just that whole sequence like he, he even goes down there and like you see all the, like the chinese like guards and everything and um that that scene always like stuck out to me um i like that one and uh the car chase scene uh oh like, yeah all the those explosions and everything and uh, that's that's another one where <laughs> you know a few people probably died <laughs> from oh, batman yeah. Like, uh, I mean, you see stuff like blowing up, these big trucks just flipping over, and yeah, I'm pretty sure at least one person died. Yeah, he's more reckless in the first one, though. But that, like, that car chase was like, dude, what are you doing? Exactly, <laughs> no, but it's great. And then you know, there's that big surprise at the end that it was it was Gordon the whole time that was driving. That was cool. I like yeah, that. That's great. Uh, I, I don't think I, I mean, as far as favorite scene goes, I mean, maybe it's uh. Yeah, it's too easy to say like the interrogation scene but like oh it's yeah it's pretty good that's... or the bank robbery like it's great yeah i, I think if, if i had to pick a favorite it would be the interrogation scene for sure i just like how uh just how insane you know the joker is like he has no reason to he could have had those two guys both of them just said hey you know come join my team come be with us we're gonna make you you know we're gonna do some stuff and you're gonna be taken care of if you do what i say you know you'll get a good cut but no one of you has to kill the other and then you have expansion and then you have to be on my team what do you think that what do you think happened there like somebody killed him and then what does he do he just has to awkwardly join his team so he doesn't care about anybody but himself and everyone's dumb enough to work for him and i thought that was like that really that showcased how you know just how the joker is like i think of uh the batman 89 joker where he has that guy what was his name forget his Mm -hmm. name now you're my number one guy i forget his name but he always has this guy from the beginning of the movie, this lieutenant is like right by his side the whole time, the whole movie. He's just like his lieutenant, his secondhand man. And then at near the end, he just, just kills him. Just because. Isn't that the same guy that's in the Ant-Man movies? I don't know. He's like that European looking guy. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I'm not talking about yeah. that though. I'm talking about the oh. 89 Batman Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the movie. Well, yeah, but still, both. Hmm. But, but yes, yes, I, I didn't realize that until kind of recently. I think we were watching The Dark Knight, like, hey, that's the that's the Baba Yaga guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great, too. That uh, that's that sequence to the funeral for the, the commissioner. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, I, I think... Um... That whole scene where it's like all those different people, like the I think it was like the the judge. Yeah, it was the judge. Um, the commissioner and it was someone else. Wasn't yeah. there, there a third? There was. Um, but yeah, they were, you know, uh, man, like the, the the commissioner was in the precinct, surrounded by cops. They're on yep. lockdown. You know, he's let his guard down. He's like, oh, I'm there ain't nobody coming in here i'm I'm protected 
Nope. Takes a drink of his alcohol and you see it smoking there for a second. Um, yeah, he's done. <laughs> yep, I like the, I, it sounds morbid to say this, but I like the one with the judge where it just says up. Hmm. Up, yeah. <laughs> just like, up. Going up. It just shows you how, like, how deep the corruption runs. Like, like, what is he trying to, what are you trying to achieve here? I mean, absolute anarchy, I guess, but yeah. What's your end goal? What's your end game? Not exactly. Because, you know, he burns. How much money did he have at the end there? Oh, it was a huge, huge pile. It's like half a billion half. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he just set it on fire. Yeah. Not about the money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's, there's, just... a, there's a... I think it's a Reddit or it's a something, but it's called They Did the Math or something like that. And they do stuff like they had one for Deep Blue Sea, like how long would it have taken the shark to swim from here to here in the movie? Because it's like a couple seconds in the movie, but in real life. And then this one, how long would it have taken for the Joker to stack that much money into a pyramid? Mm. Like, you know, he didn't do that. Yeah, His, His goons did it. I never even thought of that. That would definitely take a while. The other one was, uh, how long did it take Jared Leto to lay out all those knives? Like, I haven't seen Suicide Squad, but... Yeah, you're not missing much. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> I guess there's a scene of him laying in the middle of a bunch of knives or something. Like, how long yeah. did it take him to set that up? But I, yeah. I really have nothing to say about The Dark Knight other than it's... It's great. It's my favorite one of the Nolans, and it's great. I I do also want to talk about. I'd say this is probably my second favorite scene. Um, the moment that the Joker and Two Face, because uh, I think they meet in the hospital scene where yeah. Harvey Dent is like recovering. He's got mm-hmm. that little gauze on oh, his face yeah. and. Mm-hmm that uh that whole scene itself is just so good you know he's he's basically like uh he gives the gun to harvey and he like puts the barrel of a gun to his forehead and he's like pull the trigger if you want to or something but if you notice the joker yeah. is holding down the pin yeah. so even if harvey pulls the trigger ain't nothing gonna happen yep i was gonna mention uh, that yeah that's great i mean he manipulates it and he he sets it aflame and it goes. And well, I don't know about you, but when you first see that that moment where um, the gauze just comes off and you see how bad yeah. that burn was, that gave me chills. Yeah, they keep cutting away from it because you almost you almost see it and it keeps cutting yeah. away just in time. And uh, it's he should have been dead, but no, oh, yeah. I guess that's a criticism, I guess. Like, for as grounded as they're trying to keep it, there's no way he would have walked away from that. He would have been dead on scene. Yeah. He may have he may have made it to the hospital, but he would have died pretty quickly. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen the show, but uh, I saw the scene clip of, uh, what, I don't know his name, um, Giancarlo, whatever, from Breaking yeah. Bad. I've seen it, but I don't remember the name. You've seen all of Breaking Bad? Yeah. Whatever that guy is, that uh, black guy. 
he gets his face blown off. Yeah, the uh, I don't remember his name on the show, but he was like pretty much like the guy who orchestrated all the crime. Yeah, but he walks and... out the door and then just falls over and dies. Like, yeah, that's probably what should have happened to Harvey. Yeah, jeez. So if, if there's a criticism I have, I guess it's they're trying to keep it grounded, but there's no way he would have walked. I, mean, I would have been okay if it was just yeah. a really bad burn. But like his his jaw was exposed and his eye was gouging out like nah, <laughs> or yeah, bulging out rather. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I so I, w- I would have liked to have seen a little bit more Harvey Dent, like his his descent into insanity, just a little bit more, and maybe a little bit more two faced. But I think they did a really great job. Yeah. And well, that that scene too at the very end where it's Batman. Two Face and you know Gordon and his family. Um, that's another one where Batman kills yeah. someone because he tackles Two Face from that ledge. They both fall. You know, Batman, he's got the cape or you know, the whole armor and everything. He's fine. Well, he's shot though. Yeah, he still has the armor, he he lives, but like Two Face didn't have all that stuff, he just had a suit, like a oh. you know, suit and tie. And he's already messed up. Yeah, he's already exactly. got this his body is fighting to keep him standing up. Yeah. So that was yeah. great when he's going off killing everybody or not killing everybody. You know, it's your lucky day. And then he flips it again. <laughs> like, he's not. Oh <laughs> he buckles up. He's not. <laughs> Kills the driver. <laughs> he would have been wearing a seatbelt. He would have survived. Yeah. That that part was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so what do we think about Batman's voice? Can you understand him? I can, but I've seen so many of the uh, bad man videos from oh, yeah. College Humor that every time I, I <laughs> like every time I, I hear um, Christian Bale speak in Batman's voice, all I see is Batman. Is it? helicopter <laughs> i like the one where he's trying to find his voice oh yeah where are the other drugs going, going? <laughs> that's the not ever knew is that your voice and at the very end he loses his voice <laughs> where are the other drugs going oh yeah that's good i, I like that one uh, it's just oh okay <laughs> well your kids don't like falafel <laughs> that was great i love it Oh yeah, they're great. For like all them. you, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, 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 go on, go. On. I was just gonna say for all you listeners out there that have no idea what we're talking about, just go to YouTube and look up the Bad Man B A D M A N yeah. uh, college humor videos, and it's this dude who parodies The Dark Knight, and it is hilarious. It's Pete Holmes, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I like the uh, the Two Face one. That one's great. Two Face. Yeah. Oh, scary face. Scary face. Yeah. Harvey, Two Face and Scary Face are here. <laughs> oh man, the which one? I think was the Riddler one, like the first one where he's like. That's uh, the first one I saw. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the Riddler is like, "What do you see of this guy?" Asking Rachel, and she's I like, know. "I don't even know at this point." <laughs> My favorite one was the, uh, "What will come out of this gun?" When I fire, injustice. 
It's like, you riddle me with bullets. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, yeah. Love them. Um, so the Dark Knight rises. Yeah. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Mixed bag. Uh, so I brought up Batman's voice because mm-hmm. Bane's voice to me is like, I don't know. <laughs> that one was really hard to understand. I think um, 60%. Yeah. Without subtitles, half the time I don't have I have no idea what he's saying. Yeah, but that's or another one. one. Yeah, that's another one that was really good in the theater. I saw all three in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was his voice was amplified so loud. Yeah. In the theater. And it was it made him really effective. Oh, effective, yeah. uh intimidating. Like that opening scene with the extraction from the the one plane to the other is is great, and they filmed that for real, so that's that's cool too. Oh wow, I didn't know that was a a lot of it for real. It was filmed oh, for IMAX. Okay. Nice. That was an IMAX. There was another. There's that's an IMAX sequence, and then there's another one. I don't remember which scene it is, but it was filmed for IMAX, just like the uh, the the thing. <clears throat> The thing in Shanghai, when he's hmm. they're getting the uh, accountant, that was filmed for IMAX too. Oh, okay, yeah. But, uh, Bane. Yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed that they brought in the League of Shadows again because they didn't mention it at all in the Dark Knight. Hmm. They didn't mention the League of Shadows or Ducard or, or Rachel Ghul or Ra's Al Ghul, whatever. They they switch. From the Batman Begins to Dark Knight Rises, they switch between Raish and Raz. I forget which is which. But they say it differently in each movie. And if you play the Arkham games, I think they say Raish. They do, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping they were just going to do just Bane. But now they have to go and... I saw the twist coming a mile away, but that's because I know the comics. So I knew that Talia... I, I knew that this girl this is probably going to be Bane. This is probably going to be Talia Al Ghul. So mm-hmm. they brought in Rachel Ray's Al Ghul's, whatever her name is, his name is, yeah. daughter into it. So I saw that twist coming a mile away. The one that I didn't see was that uh, she was the one that escaped. Because mm. the whole time, you know, you and you know, you're supposed to think so that Bane is the one that escaped. Yeah. And he's the child of Ra's al Ghul. I don't know. I think for for me, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. It um, I don't know. It, it felt like it rushed through a lot of the story. Oh, really? Okay. To to, to me, different it felt take. that way. Okay. Yeah. yeah, different take. Because uh, I remember the very first time I saw it in theater. I didn't realize, like, in the movie, like, in the story, so much time passes. Like, it's, like, yeah. months and months that go by. Isn't it years? Uh, or, yeah, I, actually, I think it's years, yeah. Um, it's a long time. I forget how long it's supposed to be, but it's a long time. Yeah, like, I maybe I wasn't paying attention to the theater or something, because, like, rewatching it, it's just, like... Eight years. I had no idea. It's eight years, okay, yeah. Between cause... Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rise, it's eight years. Well, yeah, because he he kind of did like his own exile after the Harvey Dent situation, but 
I think even in the movie, like it, it pretty much spans like nine months or so. Um, but it's just, in, in my opinion, um, it has a lot of good parts, but it just, it moves really fast in my opinion, because I think it was trying to fit so much yeah. um, into the movie. Um, and then they had Catwoman, you know, um, which don't get me wrong. I, I liked, um, I liked her, mm-hmm. but I don't know how integral like her, her important, her role was. Nope, Could have cut her out. Wouldn't have yeah. Her. I think they just wanted to throw her in just to, to have her. Yeah, um, they the last one. Yeah. So, well, we haven't done, it's a sausage fest in here. Let's put a woman in here. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I don't know. There was just a lot that I think they could have done better. Um, some of the classic stuff they did, you know, like Bane and the Dark Knight fight and yeah. Bane breaks his back. Yep. Um, which, you know, is a pretty big moment in the comics. Um, I don't know. I, I, I did like the um the opening scene was cool yeah um and yeah i just i don't know Mm -hmm. they they lose me and i mean lose me lose me right after bane blows up the stadium yeah and anarchy takes over and everyone takes so all the bad guys take over the city once like his speech ends they lost me yeah. It just from that moment on, it just goes, just takes a gigantic nosedive, and I'm just the whole time I'm just waiting for it to end, because I'm I'm on board through that whole movie. I have some complaints here and there, but like, oh, this is this is very good, but then it just gets to that point, it, it hits its peak, and then it never never comes back up again, in my opinion. Yeah. So that Catwoman didn't need her. The only thing that she did was she's the one that leads Batman to Bane, where Bane breaks yeah. his back. I guess they could have had they could have had a street urchin do it, some kid, because you know they had that kid in Batman Begins that uh, uh, that likes Batman. So they could have had another kid like uh, from the orphan, because the orphanage plays a huge factor in it. Oh yeah, uh, they could have had some orphan kid like he's. He's scared and he's running away, and Batman's trying to chase him. And he's like, Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't like Robin. Like, I just, <laughs> I just didn't get it. Like, why? He, he could have just been some, you know, some cop. And yeah, I, a good I, cop. Good cops yeah. are rare. You got Gordon and you got Gordon. And you got Robin now. <laughs> yeah. But those are like the like, really Gordon's like the only good cop. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, I guess Loeb was okay, but he died. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the whole Robin thing was just like uh, fan service. Yeah, fan service. Just like Catwoman. Yeah. Fan service. Exactly. I mean, a, a lot of people were speculating that there was going to be a fourth movie and then Robin was going to be the star. But, you know, it never, never happened. No, I wouldn't have wanted that. I just didn't like him. He yeah. was another factor that i just didn't i just didn't like him yeah. so bane is once again reduced to a sidekick a henchman and he was a he was a dumb henchman and batman and robin 
And in this one, he's the central antagonist. He's the main bad guy for like 90% of the movie. Yeah. And then it turns out, oh no, it's Talia the whole time. I just I didn't like mm. that at all. Like that's dumb. And I felt like he got a little ridiculous with the bat plane. I mean, that thing was massive. Yeah, it was that, pretty that cool. Was, that was like a jet fighter size. Yeah. I'm like, how is this thing gonna navigate in a city? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and the other thing that really bothers me is Alfred. He specifically, I mean, he's it goes completely against his character. He specifically says he'll never give up on him. Ever. He specifically says this in Batman Begins when he rescues him from the burning building, I mean the mansion. Mm, yeah. You'll never give me, you've never given up on me, and I never will. You know, it's and then he just says, I'm giving up on you, I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> really? I mean, Lucius, I'm fine with that because Lucius didn't have that, you know, father figure connection to Bruce. So if Lucius yeah. leaves, okay, well, he's pissed at him for using his his invention the wrong way, which was not ethical to do. I agree with Lucius, but oh yeah. It made it just it made me so mad. Like, why would Alfred leave? Alfred would have been standing with him until he died. I just didn't like that. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I thought um I mean the bat plane was was cool. Uh, yeah, it was cool, but which oh it, I just remembered right now. Um because that whole scene where uh, Batman and Catwoman are on the rooftops and Batman's flying off in the Batplane. And uh, she was like, uh, my mom told me not to get into cars with with boys or something. And he's like, it's not a car. And he flies off. There was a YouTube video way back in the day when this came out. And that moment where he flies away, you hear like the Mortal Kombat theme song, like he's playing it in the bat plane, blasting it, and you just hear it as he's flying off. And I don't know, that, that just reminded me. That's it was random. so random. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. Uh, like I said, just the whole League of Shadows thing, like I'm going to destroy Gotham. Like they tried that in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. Let's try it again. Versus- yeah, I mean, it's just, I just didn't like that. Like, I was really disappointed in that. Like, no, don't bring the League of Shadows because I didn't, yeah. I just didn't like that at all. I, I think there were, get away from it. there were too many cop outs. Like, like, like you said, you know, they, they brought back the League of Shadows. They hadn't even brought them up at all since yeah. it begins. And um, yeah. I don't know, like the, the whole thing at the end where, um, you know they've got the the bomb rigged onto the bat plane and oh the bat plane's autopilot's uh you know not functioning so i've got to fly the plane but then afterwards they, they look at it like oh it looks like the autopilot was fixed like that was i don't know to me that just seemed too um what, what what's the word i'm thinking of um i get it i don't know what you, yeah like it, it just I don't know. It, it was lazy writing to me. Like it just it fit too perfectly. Like I don't think it would have happened for as real as they were trying to make things. Um, I just I don't know. I I didn't believe it. Yeah. No. I get it. Um, it just for some reason it just 
it tries to toe that line of realistic and ridiculous and it just doesn't do it very well to yeah. me. So like the Michael Keaton ones, it's pretty squarely set in a fantasy world. Oh uh, yeah. And uh the other ones are <laughs> in a ridiculous world where everything's neon and the city design makes no sense. You just got giant statues of topless men holding up buildings and stuff and let's drive a car across the arm now okay yeah had That's another cool. thought yeah i had another thought i can't remember what it is but basically just you know bane is just another henchman and yeah i mean he was intimidating he was very good like i was really skeptical about him but then i saw him on screen i'm like ah all right i got him i just didn't get why bane that's one of the most mm. unrealistic villains. I know that there is. Like I don't think Bane was ever in the League of Shadows in the comics either. I don't think so. He doesn't and, need to be. And just like the the age too with Bane and Talia Al Ghul because he pretty much raises her in the movie. Uh, and I, I don't know. It just it's weird. Yeah, it, it didn't seem like he was old enough to be like the father figure for her. They seemed like they were the same age. Um, but I think the the thing for me at the very end of the movie, which to, uh, to this day, I have no idea if it was like a dream or not, but when yeah. Alfred goes to that restaurant and yeah. sees Bruce, yeah. yeah. I like to think that he did survive. Yeah. But how would somebody like Bruce Wayne disappear that's true somebody as you know world famous as bruce wayne everybody in the world knows who bruce wayne is he's that you know billionaire ridiculous guy from gotham city i mean really that's like somebody like you that's like elon musk disappearing like how does elon musk disappear i mean yeah sure he can go to some you know, small town was be can't go to Paris. Yeah. Disappear in Paris. No, come on. So I don't know about that. And what about him with uh Rachel Gould when he comes back? Like, did he was that a dream? Was that a hallucination? Why was it there? It's not explained. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that either. That just goes to my my example of it just being rushed and yeah. just you know poor poor writing towards the end uh yeah. just trying to fit as much as they can and you know i get it, it's a movie but come on he yeah had his back he had his back broken how was he able to come back in a not hospital right <laughs> i mean his hospital was a rope his, <laughs> just his swinging around it, his therapy was a rope. Yeah. Pulled. Now he would need years of physical therapy to, you know, to take a couple steps. Never mind jumping around. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I get it. It's a movie, but again, it's just that line of keeping it realistic. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, what was my last thing? Damn it, I forgot again. I don't know. Oh, oh, okay. So really quickly, I just want to I'm gonna argue my side. 
I think that the Batman, the Nolan Batman movies are very good movies. Like I said, I think uh, Dark Knight is a perfect crime movie. Take out Batman, uh, change up the Joker to where he's not the Joker. You got a perfect crime movie. It's great. Has yeah. a great, great all the way through. I just think that they take too many liberties with the Batman character. They change him up way too much. They change up his lore. They change up, you know, what he can do and what he can't do to the point where it's not even really Batman anymore. To me. Mm. To me. I know his parents still get killed outside the theater. Uh, mm. He still goes off the training with the ninjas to become Batman. He fights a crazy clown. He fights a psychiatrist that poisons people. But uh it's just too many liberties with the character in my opinion that where it just doesn't resemble batman to me yeah so more so batman begins and rises dark knight he's a pretty good batman in that movie because he does detective work in that one he actually goes and he does investigations and whatnot and it's very good and he does some crime fighting too so that's cool but yeah I just think they're they're better as if I can just not really think about it as a Batman movie. I think it's just better that way. One of my buddies in college uh, will defend that point to his death that <laughs> the Nolan movies are not good Batman movies. I don't think he even likes them that much, but that's all. I mean, you don't have the whole discussion about it. I know we were talking about that, but that's all I have to say. Really, it just I like the. Uh, uh, what's his name? Tim Burton ones. I like those better. Yeah. And I do like Batfleck. I don't care. I know people don't like Batman v Superman or Justice League, but I think he's a pretty good Batman. Oh, yeah. I agree. And I just saw The Batman with Robert Pattinson, and that was very good, too. Yeah. It was, yeah. Again, I feel like that one might be towing the line, too. Like, I don't know which direction they're trying to go. I mean, not that Riddler is fantastical or anything, but I hope that they don't make the Joker the villain of the second one. Yeah. And I hope I want to see somebody different. I know we've already done Riddler twice, but this Riddler was drastically different than Jim Carrey, just a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just some other villain, like Hugo Strange would be good. Victor Zaz. I'd like to see that one. Oh, that'd be terrifying. You kidding yeah. Me? I think that would fit right in with um, the dark uh, feeling of the Robert Pattinson movie. Yeah, he's great in the Arkham games. I like that little side, um, uh, the dark, uh, which one? City. Is it, yeah, Arkham City. We had the phone calls. Whew. Yeah, That's those are stuff. creepy. So for those that may not know who he is, he's, a, he's an insane serial killer who carves up his body with tally marks every time he kills somebody. So his whole... He's always topless, like in the games and everything, in the comics. He's always topless. He has all these cuts all over his body. And he's actually in Batman Begins. Really? He, he's, he's like a side. He's, he doesn't say anything. Oh. Uh, so the, the Batman movies, the Nolan movies, they're, they're great. Yeah. Like, uh, like when you said back in the day, like it wasn't that long ago, was it? Like 2012? Mm. 2005, yeah. 2008, 2012. That was 13 for Rises. I think it was 12. 
No, it was 13 because I was working was at, uh, I was at Trader's Village at that time. I think it was like, I think it was like summer 2013 when it came out. No, yeah. No, 12. What? It was 12? Yeah, 2012. I don't know why I was thinking 13. Maybe you're dumb. Maybe. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I liked... I like the I like them as Batman movies too because um, I think I mean they, they keep changing it uh, every new actor who plays them they have to change it up somehow yep but I I just I love um, with the exception of the Dark Knight Rises I like it but I think it could be a lot better but the first two movies were very well done um, I think it was a good take on it. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely good in, in my opinion as as Batman movies. Yeah. And they have to kill his parents every single time. Oh yeah, movie. that's that's a given. Can't Michael be. Keaton, uh, they did it in Batman Forever with Val Kilmer. They didn't do it in Batman and Robin. They did it in Batman Begins. They did it in uh, kind of no, they did. They did show it in um, Batman v Superman. It was very brief. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Because uh, the comedian was his dad, the actor that played the comedian in a uh, Watchmen. Jeffrey oh. Dean, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he was his dad, and then they did it again in uh, the Batman, didn't they? Mm. But uh, yeah, Batman movies are great. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited to see where they where they take it. <laughs> to the limit that's right one last time to infinity and beyond yep so I have an exercise that I would yeah. like to do with you you, you had me get a, a crunched up water bottle crunched up water bottle didn't say why didn't say <laughs> why it's an exercise it's okay okay so something that you can do uh, it's like about not kind of like bullying, I guess, but like you get a like you get a plate and you break it, and you know, the plate's already broken. You can't put it back together, so you, know, you got to watch what we say to people. So that that bottle, and this is this is I guess for couples. It could be it's mostly for mostly for men, mostly for boyfriends, husbands, whatever. Ah. Uh, we can get our feelings hurt sometimes. And, you know, we talk about being open and being vulnerable. Like, well, real men don't show emotion. Like, it's okay. It's okay. But, uh, okay, so that bottle's all crumpled up. And that bottle is a, it's a hurt, it's a hurt man, hurt person, partner, whatever. So I want you to uh, apologize to the bottle. I'm sorry, bottle. Did that do anything? We'll take, no. take is the lid on? Yeah. Take the lid off. Yeah. I, I think I saw the TikTok of this. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so did that fix the bottle? No. Okay. Kiss the bottle. Did that fix it? Nope. Okay. Blow on it. You say blow on it? Blow it. <laughs> 
Don't look, it's fixed. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I could get you with that. Sorry. Uh, No, I I just saw that TikTok like yesterday. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Me too. Oh, man. And I thought like, oh, I got to try that on John. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, On that note. Yeah, that's all we got for you. That's all we got. That's yeah. our show. That's that's it. I'm just blowing up bottles. Yep. <laughs> so for all you people out there, like and share the the podcast. Find us everywhere podcasts are sold or distributed or streamed, yep. whatever. Rented. Rented, leased. Um so yeah, you can find us on Twitter uh at dad's tired. Uh, Facebook, uh, Two Tired two tired Dads, uh, Instagram, Two Tired Dads Podcast. Uh, the TikTok has been created, but uh, videos TBD, uh, Two Tired Dads. And yeah, so there you go. That's it. That's it. Just go, go find them and, you know, just like everything and share it with everyone you know. Yep. Uh, have a good dark night. Ah, uh, the